Our next lesson comes from the opening words of the Gospel of John. In these verses, John unfolds the great mystery of the Incarnation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You weren't really supposed to stand up for O Come All Ye Faithful, but it just felt right. <laughs> just felt right to invite you to stand up. <laughs> I wonder, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Think about what your favorite Christmas movie is. I'm going to give you a line from my favorite Christmas movie because I think you'll be able to guess what it is, what my favorite one is, all right? The main character in my favorite Christmas movie is famous for saying, Bah, humbug. Do you know who that is, Leah? Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge, right? From A Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, hands down, my favorite my favorite Christmas movie. And there are tons and tons of adaptations of it, right? Um, when our kids were growing up and we would we had a minivan with the DVD player, these DVDs were these discs before they were streaming and it had movies on them and you would play them. And we had this whole collection of Christmas movies because uh, we would do a lot of driving at Christmas and we wanted to make sure that they were entertained. And so we had, um, we had the Flintstones version, right? Where the, the ghosts come and visit Fred. And we had the Barbie version and we had the Mickey Mouse version, and we had the Looney Tunes version. That one, um, it stars Daffy Duck, and it's called Bah Humduck, and it's an excellent ad adaptation that I would absolutely recommend to you. Uh, there was even a really scary animated version that came out in 2009 with Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey was the voice of Ebenezer Scrooge. That one, that, one was, that one was a little bit much, but I even liked that one because I just really love this story. Charles Dickens ranks high on my list of favorite authors because of this story, because of A Christmas Carol. When it is cold in our house, <laughs> I should have warned Stephen, I was going to tell you this. When it's cold in our house and I just want to be, you know, I'm just so charming and, uh, and I just want him to know that it's cold, right? I'll say, oh, please, Mr. Scrooge, may we put another cold upon the fire? <laughs> I have the app to control the AC on my phone. Like I could just pull it up and do it, but it's so much funner, so much more fun to tease him about it. So, you know, you know the story. On Christmas Eve, Ebenezer Scrooge is visited by his late business partner, Jacob Marley, right? And Jacob Marley has been dead low these seven years. Marley tells Scrooge, you're going to be visited by three spirits, I should perhaps pause here to say none of this is biblical. <laughs> this is just a wonderful story, a wonderful story of fiction created um, by Charles Dickens. So Scrooge is visited by these three spirits, the ghosts of Christmas past, Christmas present, present and Christmas 
future. future. That's right. And throughout the course of the night, Scrooge is shown the truth. He's shown the truth about how many people around him are actually living. When Christmas present comes, Scrooge goes and he sees people living on the margins and he gets a glimpse of what it's like for them, particularly through Bob Cratchit's family. And through these experiences of going back to his past and remembering joy and understanding the, the reality of the world he exists in and then getting a glimpse of a future he doesn't much like, through all of that, Scrooge is transformed. He's transformed into someone who understands the joy of sharing and caring. But you know, for most of that story, Scrooge is afraid. Scrooge spends most of the story, most of the <coughs> night, I would say most of his life, afraid. He has lost hope. We know from the ghost of Christmas past that there was a time when Scrooge was not hopeless. But along the way, he lost his hope. And he dug into his, into his own self. He dug into his selfishness and he became isolated. And he became the one who was marginalized by his own greed. And over the years, he became hardened, indifferent to others and their struggles. And as he increasingly withdrew from other people, he failed to see that he was the one who was shrinking inside, withering away as his capacity to love withered away to almost nothing. In losing his ability to acknowledge the worth of others, Scrooge lost the sense of his own self-worth, even though he was the richest person in town. Scrooge is transformed by an opportunity to be generous. His life takes on new meaning when he realizes that Christmas is not just a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every 25th of December. One of my favorite lines. No, instead, Christmas, he finds out that Christmas embodies, incarnates the generosity of God and invites us to do the same. That's what Christmas is about. The coming of Jesus Christ is an incredibly generous act on God's part, coming to us and showing us the way of love and generosity. They say, my mom is here tonight and she taught me this growing up, that it is better to give than to receive, but maybe not tonight. Maybe not tonight, because tonight we are the ultimate recipients of an incredible gift when God chooses to come as one of us to show us the way, to invite us to live a life of love, to say, you are so incredibly beloved that you can then live like someone who is loved because you are. Christmas is so often about the gifts, isn't it? I mean, I, I am excited for tomorrow morning, for, for our family to gather around our Christmas tree and for everybody to open the gifts that have been carefully selected just for them. I hope that we've gotten just the right presents. I hope that, that everybody likes the way they're wrapped. I hope they're excited when they open them. But the Christian truth at Christmas isn't it's better to give than to receive. At Christmas, we are each the recipients 
of the ultimate gift. For Christ followers, we can rightly say tonight, it is better to receive because the gift God offers us is God's very self. Tonight, we celebrate the incredible reality that God has chosen to be born among us as one of us. At Christmas, we recognize ourselves as the ultimate recipients of an incredible gift, the gift of God with us, Emmanuel, God with us. So whatever else you get for Christmas, whatever else you open tonight or tomorrow or whatever your traditions are, know that you have been given a very special gift. You are the ultimate recipient tonight. Merry Christmas.